Welcome to the Real Fitness Show. You guys know it, the only show where we talk about what fitness really is, how you should use it, and how it can really, really improve your life. When I tried to transform my body for the first time when I started my fitness journey, I was super confused with all the contradictory information online. So I wanted to create this podcast to bring you the do's and don'ts, the tips and tricks to transform your body for good with myself and the top hitters in the industry. Please share and enjoy. Before we start the podcast, just a little note. If you want to get this content with some visuals, graphics, my face on it, and you can kind of like see how I'm talking, probably not the most interesting thing to see, but you know, it can help you target different parts of your brain to help you hopefully learn more and apply this information. You can head over to my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at the real fitness. So that's youtube.com slash at the real fitness. And if you're not into it, let's go to the podcast. Okay, so here are the five rules that got me below 10% body fat. And full disclaimer, like before we get started or anything, I will say this, living below 10% body fat for 99% of people is not going to be one sustainable, two healthy, all right? A lot of people think that they do want to be 8%, 7%, 6% all year round, but not even athletes do that all year round because they understand the toll that it takes on your body. So the very first thing that you need to understand when it comes to getting below 10% body fat is that in many cases, it's going to be for a specific reason. Okay, It's going to be to be on a photo shoot, it's going to be to compete, it's going to be to maybe you want to go on the wedding and, and look incredible in your in your honeymoon pictures, like whatever it might be, it's something that is going to be, it's it's not going to be for the rest of your life, all right, for the majority of the people. Now, the second thing is that a lot of people want to be below 10% body fat because they think they need to get that low to get the certain type of physique that they want. And in many cases, we underestimate, like we overestimate what it takes. And many, many guys would be in the position that they want to be around 12 or even 13% body fat. So you don't need to get that extreme. All right, but let's say you do want to get below 10% body fat and you want to learn how to do it. Well, I'm going to share with you in this episode what I did or what I do every time I need to, to, to go below 10% body fat, right? The very first thing is that I maintain my, my strength training the same as it is. Because a lot of people, when, when you get into, into a fat loss phase that extreme where you want to go below 10% body fat, Obviously, you're going to have to be on a calorie deficit for a long time. You're going to have to do an aggressive calorie deficit. And many people tie that to, okay, so I'm eating a lot less, so I'm going to hold back on my training. No, that's exactly what you don't need to do. You need to maintain your your strength training at least at the same level or at the same volume that you, that you had before. Now, it has a caveat, and is that obviously you're going to have less energy because you're eating less calories, so your workouts needs to become a lot more smarter, right? It's not about trying to hit personal best. It's not about trying to go as hard as possible. It's about making sure that you're getting the right tension on your muscles, that you're getting the right engagement on your on your muscles that you're trying to do work that day. And if you do that, if you maintain the intensity, if you maintain the mindfulness of that workout, even if you're getting less calories, you're going to still be able to maintain a good amount of muscle. Because the problem is that a lot of people get into this fat loss phase 
or this reading phase, and they lose too much muscle while trying to get below 10% body fat. And that ends up being counterproductive because yes, you are under 10% body fat, but you don't look the way you want it to look. So that's the very first thing that I would focus on. It's maintaining your strength training as close as possible to what you were doing. Normally for me, that means four workouts a week and just trying to be as smart as possible. If you need to take a workout, uh, an exercise out, take it out, but make sure that you're still going to your workouts with intention, that you're still going with intensity and that you're still trying to improve from workout to workout, right? The second thing, it's going to be sleep. A lot of people don't pay nearly as much attention as they should to their sleep. And especially when you're trying to get to below 10% body fat levels, sleep is going to be crucial. Like I haven't done and I try to get I've gotten before below 10% body fat in multiple locations and I've tried more <laughs> than the ones that I that I've achieved. And the the main difference between the times that I actually got below 10% body fat and looking incredible or the times that I didn't get it or that I got below 10% and didn't look the way I wanted, the main difference was the amount of sleep and the quality of sleep that I was getting. Now keep this in mind you are taking a lot of energy out of your body with the workouts and with the drastic calorie deficit or the aggressive calorie deficit. So your body needs to get that energy from somewhere else. Otherwise, your hormones are going to be out of whack. You're not going to have any energy. You're going to be able to maintain that protocol for only a couple of weeks and all your sacrifice is going to be for nothing. So for me, the main, the main advice that I would give someone who's trying to get below 10% body fat is to focus as much as possible on their sleep and their recovery. And even I would go to the extent of saying, hey, if you need to miss a workout so you can sleep an extra hour, that extra hour of sleep, depending on where you are in that, in that transformation is, might be, might be better, like might be more productive for you than the, than the workout that you're missing. So that's something that I would consider doing if if you're trying to get below 10% body fat is focusing as much as possible in your sleep. The third thing that I would focus on if I would try to get below 10% body fat levels is going to be low intensity cardio. A lot of people have heard about HIIT, high intensity interval training, but not that many people have heard about LIS, which stands for low intensity steady state, right? And when it comes to Liz, it's just going for walks, just going for like super light bike rides, going for doing things that are going to increase the amount of calories that you burn per day without taking a toll on your recovery, without taking any energy out of you. The problem when you're in the middle of a shredding phase is that like I mentioned, like in in the last point, you're not going to have that much energy. So at some point during that during that uh, transformation, you're going to need to burn some extra calories, but you're not going to have that much energy to do another strength training workout and definitely not enough energy to do a heat workout. So just adding some walks, adding some bike rides, adding some really light activities that are not going to take a toll on your recovery, but will burn an extra 100, 200, 300 calories it's going to be huge when it comes to getting to those lower percentages of body fat. So I'm, you guys know I'm not the biggest fan or the biggest advocate for cardio for fat loss, but it has its time 
and its and and its role. And in this case, if you try to get below ten percent body fat percentages, once you have maxed out the workouts, once you have maxed out the calories, once you have maxed out the recovery, the next step is going to be to start adding cardio and doing cardio that's not going to cause you much energy, that's not going to take a toll, that's not going to influence your workout, it's not going to influence your recovery, but that might help you burn a little bit of extra calories, right? Then the fourth thing, and this is going to be surprising for some people, is going to be intermittent fasting. And this is going to be something that I would recommend taking my experience into consideration. What I mean by this is I use intermediate fasting as a way to control my calories better, right? Obviously, fasting has a lot of different health benefits, but when it comes to fat loss, the only benefit that it has is that it's allowing you to control your calories better. So if you're only eating through a window of time, chances are you're gonna be eating less than if you could eat through the entire day, right? So basically, you're just controlling your calories better. When it comes to me, I'm someone who likes to eat, (laughs) and that's just the way I am. So I'd rather have two big meals or two bigger meals, because at that point, let's be honest, nothing is super big, but I'd rather have two bigger meals than three smaller ones. So for me, when I wake up, it's, it's fairly easy to use go through my morning with as much water as I can take and a cup of coffee, and I don't have like a big appetite in the morning. So it's pretty easy for me to do intermittent fasting during the first half of the day when I wake up until let's say 1 or 2 p.m. when I have my lunch. And then after lunch, I'll do lunch at 2 and then I'll do like a snack and then um, a dinner, right? So basically what this is allowing me to do is allowing me to preserve a lot more calories for later at, at the night where I'm normally more anxious, I'm normally more hungry so I can fill those cravings without going over my calories. So again, this is not for everyone. This is just the way it works for me. This is something that has helped me in the past because I know I'd rather use not eat in the morning and have a little bit of extra calories during the day. If you're someone who gets super hungry in the morning, this might not be the best goal for you, but I'm just sharing with you what worked for me. And then the last thing, and this is going to be really, really important, and it ties up to the the first phrase in this episode is that you need to have an end date. For me, every time I've tried to get below 10% body fat percentages, just for the sake of being below 10% body fat percentages, it always end up going longer than it's supposed to. It always end up, you know, you always end up out of convincing yourself that it's okay, let's take an extra week or it's okay, um, you can have this cheat meal today and then you can recover the next day, whatever. Because you don't have a clear goal. You don't have a clear target. If you have a clear goal or target in terms of like, I need to be 9% body fat or 8% body fat by this date because that's my photo shoot, because that's my competitions, because that's my honeymoon, whatever it might be, that is pushing you, literally pushing you to actually get done what you're supposed to do, giving you that extra accountability and making it easier that you actually hit your goals. Now, it also allows you psychologically to embrace the sacrifice that it takes for you to get below 10% body fat better because you know there's an end to it. If you're used suffering for the sake of suffering, if you're used restricting yourself for the sake of restricting yourself and having low energy, working out, doing the the cardio, the the rest and everything, and you don't know when that's going to to end, that is 
something that can take a toll of you on you psychologically. So I will always try to set an end date. And this is okay. This is where I'm going to be shredded by. And after that, I'm back to you. I'm back to my normal routine. Obviously, you don't need to get back to you. If you if you're starting on 20% body fat, you don't need to get back back up to there. But I believe for the majority of guys, anywhere between 10 to 12%, it's enough for have for you to have an incredible physique. For many of you, you that, that's gonna be six-pack territory. And that's something that you can maintain pretty much all year round without being super strategic about it. You just set up a system that's going to help you out in that sense and you're going to be able to maintain it. And we might be able to talk about that in a different episode. But when it comes to being below 10% body fat, I think it's really, really important that you're really, really clear on when you're finishing it because that's going to not only allow you to push more to actually get there, but it will also give you a sense of purpose and it will give you a sense of closure once that date comes in and you can repeat the process as many times as you want. You can you can do these cycles over and over again. But I think it's really important that every time you set a date, because at least in my experience, it has been one of the biggest game changers when it comes to the times that I actually achieved being below 10% body fats and the times that I ended up um, getting frustrated and not going there. So hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully you learned a couple of things. If your goal is to get below 10% body fat or if you think it might be a goal in the future. And if you have any questions or would like to learn how to be a part of the Shirt Out Project and learn how to take your shirt out with confidence, by all means, just go to our webpage and check it out, theshirtoutproject.com. And with that being said, if you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and share it with someone who might benefit from it. Maybe someone who's preparing for a photo shoot, someone who's preparing for the honeymoon, for a competition, whatever, and share them with this, share this with them so they can learn the best tips and tricks to get there. And with you, I'll talk the next week in the next video. Take care.